0: It's FA Cup replay picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cuts.com that's dot tcom Use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. Free to enter. And $20,000 in Edge Boost deposit bonuses up for grabs. Enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL Playoff. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, the 14th of January, and we are here to have a little look around uh, half of Premier League weekend. And we've got some FA Cup replays happening this week, Tuesday and Wednesday, Uh, some third round replays. So we'll pick the bones over that as well. Um, joining me from Nottinghamshire is Mr. Barry Penaluna Baza. How you doing? Evening, Malcolm.
1: Um, I'm okay, Malcolm. I've had a bit oh, of a no. bad weekend. Bit of a bad weekend. Um, sad times, bad personal, times, personal personal problems. Um, you're feeding back on me there. Um, TikTok, I've been banned, Malcolm. TikTok's gone. Um I've been Where's hit this room, uh, I've been hit with a permanent ban. Um five and 11, a half 11, thousand, 11. yeah, five and a half thousand followers can no longer hear my uh dulcet tones on a Saturday morning or on a Sunday evening. Um all of the live stuff has gone. Um I've had a few warnings. It's a bit of a silly one 'cause like it's against it's against TikTok rules to promote gambling picks and things like that. So uh, i had a few warnings, but there's tons of people get away with this all all the time. Like right? A lot of people on the network who I've spoke to saying, have you ever had any warnings? You know Noah yourself, he's always on there, picks every day. Never had a yeah. single warning. Uh, I think someone must have been grassing me up. So anyway, my account has gone, no right of appeal. Um, I've now set up a new account. I've got 50, 50 followers now, not the 5,500. Um, so... The important thing, if anyone listening today was following on TikTok, you can now find me on TikTok, at Toonbaz. The links are in the profile, so you can find the new TikTok there. And if you're not, just follow. Let's get us back to a 1,000 so we can start going live again. Um, But for now, the the Saturday morning, the the biggest disappointment is the Saturday morning stuff's been really good because we've had hundreds of people getting in there and um, interacting and what have you. And now I can't do it. So I did go live on... The YouTube channel on Saturday morning. We've got about 20 people in, but if people want to catch up with the uh, live stuff on a Saturday where I put out EFL picks and stuff like that, then get in on the YouTube for now until we get TikTok sorted. Because um, the EFL stuff was good again this week, Malcolm. I hit a tenfold, that guy, and uh, nine-two team totals, that guy. And we were one goal away from hitting a 15-1, to that guy, as well. So, um, some really good stuff on the EFL. Unfortunately... All my TikTok followers didn't get it unless they were in my Telegram page. But um, yeah, get on the YouTube for now and follow the new TikTok.
0: Well, that's disappointing, Baz. You're like some sort of uh, like a social, I can't, like some sort of pie in pioneer. You need to, you're a bit like Banksy. You need to set up some kind of sort of mystery, like Scarlet Pimpernel type account, you know, just you in silhouette. Like with a couple of Doris's bin bags over your shoulder. That can be your thing and people will know it's you without knowing it's you. Uh yeah, that's disappointing that Barry. Um obviously I had nothing to do with it, really. So but I know you were slightly disappointed about it. I actually genuinely thought you were gonna have some proper sad news then when you started. Because I couldn't tell by your face. You know, like, oh, I've had some bad personal news. I think, like, oh shit, keep it light, Baz. And then sure. Well, enough, I mean, in the last yeah, I mean, thirty seconds, Barry, well, we I've had we some can't
1: deny as well, Malcolm, sorry I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> no, I died, Did <laughs> but Yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago. We got a funeral coming up. All oh, right, week. I was going to say. Uh, you, you, under was a Boxing you, Day for wasn't it? You, but, uh, yeah, you terrible. knew there was uh, personal news coming up as well. It had been coming for a while, but yeah, that's, that's what that's I thought it. you were going to say. I was "Fucking Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up on the podcast. It's a little bit uh, somber for uh, for this show. It's a little man, bit, bit somber. Uh, just sorry off, about that. Um, In the tonight, Malcolm, I've also got to use it. Hang on.
0: In the last 30 seconds, I've just discovered, Barry, that I've got two tea bags in my cup of tea that I must have absent mindedly So there's one. And then there's another one in there as well. So I must have absent-mindedly put two tea bags. There we go, look. So I'm double parking, uh, which is why it's a very strange colour. So, yeah, hardcore there. So that's, I mean, it's not all sweetness of night over here as well, Barry. I've got issues as well. What else are you saying? I've
1: got a, I've got a quiz for you tonight, Malcolm. Oh fucking um, get in! Something that uh, listeners might be able to play along with, um, probably more the UK listeners than the American listeners. Uh, but we have got a quiz, ten questions, so we might split it into two halves. We'll we'll get the first half going as soon as you've uh, you're ready to take on the first part of it. Like, oh yeah, well, yeah, right. Tens, ten questions is a lot.
0: Uh, yeah, I've got some bits and bobs that I want to talk about yesterday in a minute. Um, I've got, yeah, first bit of news, Baz. It's not news, really. I want to discuss Mikel Arteta again, uh, because he's already on the tip list. But did you see this weekend, because they've got their little break, he ended up um, on his holidays with that clearly wrong uh, Salt Bay, that fella. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I just thought, right, Salt Bay is clearly a bit of a weird bloke anyway. But how boring of a person, like how little must you have about your personality? that Mick Lartetta's got all the money in the world. He can do anything he wants in this little break. How vanilla and boring do you have to be to end up in Dubai in that bloke's restaurant? You can do anything you want, Baz. Have a bit of imagination. Like sitting in that bloke's restaurant and having him feed meat to you like some sort of perverted sex butcher. Like, it, the whole thing was just a load of bollocks, Barry, and I wasn't having any of it. So, I mean, Salt is a wrong one, but it just, Arteta just went further
1: down in my estimation, Barry. Well, you, you mentioned to me Salt Bay might go on the tit list, and I thought I, I wouldn't have accepted it because it's the people like Arteta, and it's not just Arteta, let's be honest, who panned out to him. They've all done it, though, haven't they? Beckham, Messi, yeah. Ronaldo, fucking everybody who's anybody, particularly in football. Goes to his restaurants, pays extortionate amounts for shit food, and uh, yeah, has him fucking dangling food into a gob. It's fucking degrading. It just looks pathetic. Isn't it is degrading. Um, but it's You're not right. his fault. They're they're all fucking pandering to him and making him a millionaire. Um, more fool than Um ah, It's ridiculous. Uh, I agree. With that's kind of why
0: I changed my tune a little bit after a while. I, you know, I put the put the blame squarely on Arteta's toes rather than on Salt Bay's toes. So I
1: thought that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I've got a potential yeah. one for the tit list though, Malcolm. Um I might not make the tit list, but this was a little bit silly. Did you see the carry on at Chelsea Fulham? No. seven weird With the seven weirdos in the crowd? No. So, so literally partway through the game, there's seven blokes in dark green velvet jackets just stand up. they stood right behind Pochettino. Prime seats, best seats in the house. Uh, seven of them just stand up. And they hold up a book and they're just like as if they're reading a book. And then they sit back down. Is this real, Barry? Did you imagine? Yeah, yeah this, this is, this is real. Are you are you sure it? this is real? Google it, right, it's okay. all real. So they stand up for 30 seconds with a book in their hand. Um a bit later in the game, they all stand up and start brushing their teeth. And then a bit later, they're all standing up pointing to their imaginary watch on a thingy. All absolutely bizarre. And it's all Todd Bowley. He's a Film director or producer or something, and he's got a new film coming out. Um, and it was some sort of thing to promote that. Um, I mean, Pochettino even mentioned the film in his pre match press conference, which was obviously sort of staged as well. It's got nothing to do with football, like. Just- Piss off with it, like, uh, it was absolutely bizarre. But even a Chelsea, you know, Chelsea fans don't want that. Shit. Um, you're given seven tickets to, to you know, best seats yeah. in the house, people just to go and fucking piss about promoting his film. Absolute bollocks. Um, I can't believe yeah, I haven't seen that. Much. Read, read up on it. Well, maybe he's not a no- nomination for the tit list, but uh, anyway, that is silly, though. I'm gonna uh, nah, have to shout stuff. out Luke in the chat. Uh, Luke Miller is one of the regular TikTok followers. Uh, Luke, in case you don't know, my TikTok account has gone. Um, like Clockwork, every time I went live on TikTok, he would just come in and say, up the Oldham." Um That was it. No further comment um, until I called him out on it last week. And he did have a bit of chat. And I did say I would shout him out on the podcast tonight. So he's obviously here to make sure we do. So yeah, cheers for joining Luke. You have found us. That's good.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't mind Oldham. They're one of the teams that I don't really dislike, particularly. They're kind of in me all-time favourite Prem sort of list, because they were decent, weren't they, for a little while. And a couple of Newcastles, my favourite goals were scored at Oldham. A Peter Beardsley one and an Andy Cole goal were both scored at Oldham. And then one of my favourite people, um, an absolute degenerate by the name of Phil Hurst, who we used to call Plug. Was an Oldham fan as well, and I recently got back in touch with him after about twenty-five years. So we yeah, have got a little soft spot for Oldham. Got no problem with that at all. It's
1: funny, um, funny you mention that because that that just brought back to me my very first in-person game at Newcastle United was against Oldham in the Zenith okay. Data Systems Cup. Uh, um, uh, I remember we won two 0 in the Zenith Data Systems Cup, and I was in the benches. You remember the old benches in front of yeah, the East I Stand the benches. Um, that was my very first game. So I, it was. Uh, it was also. Uh, oldham.
0: There you go. Oldham heavy start of the show. Uh Riley was first in. Riley, how you doing? Cadam's here. Uh Mafia, my guy. We're going to talk about Mafia in a minute. Uh James, we can call him. Well, he might not want us unless he's in police protection or something. Witness protection. Uh, I've just outed him. Aaron's here as well. Um, and Kyle and Luke up the Oldham And uh Sean as well, bemoaning the lack of your TikTok. So yeah. Um I need to talk about some things from yesterday. Newcastle v Manchester City. We'll talk about the football in a little minute. But firstly, I met Mafia will reunite James and his uh, delightful Mrs. Cat yesterday. Uh, they came up to Newcastle yesterday morning and they're on holiday from Toronto and we went for a pint and we had a right good laugh. It was really good fun. It was good company. Uh, Tiger and Andy and Big Daft George came out Um and a few others, and yeah, we got, uh, we got a few beers down us, and we had a bit of a giggle, and then went to the match, and obviously, didn't this happen two weeks ago, didn't it, when I had Nibs and his mates, all the Forest lads, um, and you just, you got torn between, it was a really good game of football, I really enjoyed it, um, I saw five great goals, I saw a really good football team, if Newcastle had just gone and lost 4-1, it would have been no bother, no problem. If they'd been 2-0 down, got one back, and then lost 4-1. I'd have been absolutely fine. But again, it was another one where you're just sitting in the pub and you've had so you've had it in your hands. And that's how many times has that happened to us in the last six weeks, let alone in the last in five years or something. It was PSG, it was Chelsea, it was Liverpool, it was AC Milan, all over again. And then I'm sitting in James and Kat come back to the pub. They've had literally one of the greatest experiences of their young lives. Like they first ever a football match. They're in in a away end, so they've got an injury time winner in a way end. Which again, I've never seen people who listen to the show. Uh, no, I've never seen an injury time winner in an away end. They're, they're in a great city. They're in a great stadium. Um, everyone was. They had a lovely time. I think Newcastle. They really like Newcastle, and Newcastle, I think, showed off its personality to them as well, because I know we are quite proud of where we come from, but I think they had a great time. Um, And, yeah, and then you end up sitting in the pub. We went back to the pickle juice pub again, Baz. I ended up on the moonshine, which was hot cider, mixed with rum and vodka. So I've been a little bit delicate today. But, yeah, I just didn't know what to make all that. You just think with average look, Barry, we can't keep getting chinned in the last minute, but, yet we do it again. So. I was torn, really torn. I was having a horrible time and a lovely time all at the same time. And it fucking just messes with your emotions like it's horrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think you hit the nail on the head. If if we'd gone there and lost 3-0, 4-1, something like that, you'd sort of take it on the chin. Um, It was a great game, great goals. Um, I was thinking last night, you know, if Newcastle games could have just ended on 80 minutes every week, we'd still be in the Champions League. We've been in a semi-final of a cup. we will probably be in the top four. Um, but we keep letting it happen. But you, you don't want to keep making excuses, but then you just you look at what we had on the bench and you look at what they're bringing off the bench and you just think you can see why our team is tiring in the last 10, 20 minutes every week. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to take, though. I, I mean, at no point, even when we are ahead, did I think we were going to win that game. No, um, neither did I but I would have happily took the draw draw would have been a a fine result Um, yeah grim but but we're getting used to it now Uh, the fixtures the fixtures started brightening up and hopefully we'll get a few players back we need a break Um, the performance was encouraging for the vast majority of the game there was there was a lot more positives to take out of it than some of the shit we've served up in recent weeks, like the Forest game. It a more
0: performance, thing. and we've been good at home pretty much throughout, apart from that Forest game. So, um yeah, I don't think it ch- hasn't changed anything. That last-minute goal doesn't change anything. Changes nothing, really, on how our season goes. Changes nothing on how they're going to progress with the whole project. It, but it's just short-term. It's just another kick in the stones, like which uh, it's on on the heels of several repeated kicks in the stones uh yeah so it was just one of them but equally I'm then sitting looking at james and Kat having quite an unbelievable day uh and you're just like thinking fucking hell come on um we'll have a little look around our picks and the rest of the premier league stuff um i need to tell you about some of our sponsors here um This one's teasing. Seasons are right, Ball League, so bear with me. I didn't write them. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, not your fault, DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that helps make the playoffs electrifying. New customers bet five bucks in any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Um, So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code SGP New customers get five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. On behalf of Brutal Casino Resort in Kansas, in brackets, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. in Ontario. Bonus bets expiring 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility. And deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources, k that was preposterous, game time tickets, tickets for cheese um, tickets for anything you want, comedy, theatre it uh, can be a pain in the arse getting tickets uh, ask James and Kat yesterday they paid through the nose for theirs um, game time is the place to get them Um, hassle free, you get some good deals killer deals, Um, the game time guarantee will refund you 110% of the difference, if you can find any tickets in the same section in row 4 or less. perfect for the playoffs as well um, so download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Picks wise, I did okay, Baz. I was um, I needed it. I needed some winners. I needed some profit. Um, I outlined at the top of the last show where I'd been. Well, not where I'd been going wrong, or how I'd been going wrong. And then I did need a couple of winners, and did it did okay. So three for five on the weekend, but seven and a half units for the five uh, we laid out. Plus I have a goal scorer hit as well. Um, Burnley and Luton took both teams to score, which I think was lucky in the end. But fucking hell. The run I was on, I needed a little bit of luck. And I think it was still the right pick because Luton did more than enough in the first half to score at least a goal. If anything, it was probably Burnley who were looking to get on the score sheet. Um, So, did get a little bit of luck right at the death. But uh, Luton did plenty enough uh, to fulfil it. Chelsea Fulham under two and a half. I thought it was a great call. I handicapped the bollocks off that one. Um, It took a, what, 49th minute stoppage time penalty for the only goal. And it panned out exactly as I thought it would pan out. Chelsea did okay in pass, but never ever looked like scoring goals. Um, Everton Villa is a draw, was a nice pick as well. 23 to 10 plus 230. That was the one one of the week. That finished nil-nil. Um, and then the manu Tottenham, and I still think we were on the right side, Tottenham with a better team. Um, I'm a bit disappointed Tottenham didn't get themselves in front at any point. They had to come from behind twice. Um so that went down as a loser. But I think it was the right side to play at the prices, 2-1 to one Tottenham. In fact, I think they were uh, plus 2.20 uh, by the time the game went off. And in that, we got got Richarlison, anytime goal scorer, which I know was your pick as well, Bas. Um, So, yeah, I know your picks weren't as good as they have been. But the other thing we need to talk about the Man City-Newcastle match um, was your ladders because you picked Man City shots and you picked Martin Dubravka saves. And I was trying to keep count a little bit, even though I'd had five pints. Um, but I stopped I stopped keeping count when it got to about a million after half an hour. And I thought, I'm not even going to ask Baz. I didn't text you and say, "What did that finish?" Because I wanted to hear it live in person. Because th- in my mind, even though I was full of moonshine, that was a spectacular ladder Barry. That went very, very high.
1: It did indeed. Yeah, that was definitely the highlight of my weekend. Was the the ladder picks for the Newcastle game? Um, my weekend was always going to hinge on. Whether any of these underdogs could could pull it off, and it didn't. So, the fact I took Luton at a big price, probably the better team I thought to be honest, but obviously came away with a draw. I thought Fulham were okay against Chelsea, but again lost that one. Um, Everton I fancied, though I take, took goals, and that was a bit dog shit that game. So those those were all um, poor efforts from me. But it was always you know you take so many sort of four to one, three to one shots. The, uh, the chances are you're going to struggle with a few of them. I mean, that I said I fancied all five underdogs and not one of them won, but we had three draws in there and the other two, yeah. as you say, Newcastle game was a 93rd minute winner um, and Fulham could easily have came over the draw. So I'd even put out, take all five in a double chance at 25 to one and it wouldn't have been that far away in the end. Um, the winners for me, the Man United game, I took, I fancied Spurs, but I pivoted and took the team total and, um, Lovely when you end up with a two-two when you've took the team total instead of the uh the, the outright win. So that cash for me. But yeah, Newcastle, the ladder was started at 15 and a half shots, even money for 15 and a half city shots on goal. Um, that was at evens. Um I said 17 and a half was at two to one, and you could get 19 and a half at 130. 28 shots that he had oh, yeah. in total. Um, I dread to think how, how uh big a price he'd have got if he'd gone that high up. And the Dubravka saves 11 to 10 for four saves, 5 to 2 for five saves, and 11 to 2 for six saves. He went all the way up to eight saves, Dubravka. I reckon he'd have probably been getting 16 to one, maybe, for that. So yeah, he went right the way up. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a highlight for me. Good to get back on the ladders. That was my New Year's resolution, Malcolm. More ladders and do back Man United. Um, and that would have all worked out very well this weekend. Um, Callum in the chat has just mentioned, and funnily enough, Callum. Uh, he's mentioned the North County game being a belter. I've just brought it up on my screen before he mentioned oh, it. To, see, to I didn't see you. That. Did you see When the I county? left the
0: pub. That was three-two to somebody, and we were saying, "Oh, that's a, that sort of league in that game known for stuff like that." Um, I mean, count, and county county I games, seen that school, school,
1: so that's used to me. yeah, County games in particular. Are Fulham. So shout out to Carl Smith, who's a friend of mine, listens to the show. He was there. He's a county fan. I might actually be going to North County this weekend. Newcastle on playing. And I thought I might go down there playing Stockport, who are top of Division 1, um, the National League 2. League 2. Um, so I might go down and watch them because it's always entertaining with County. But that game, finished 5 all. Malcolm. 2-0 um, Grimsby, Notts County come back to 2-2. 3-2 Grimsby, 3-3. 4-3 Grimsby, 4-4. And then in the 92nd minute, Not County go 5-4, up, take their first lead of the game absolute scenes in the away end and uh, 95th minute, conceded 5-5. <laughs> absolute nuts game, but uh, I'm sure it was fun for all who were there.
0: My very first away game was at Grimsby Town Bars. We had your first home game against Oldham. Uh, my first away game was a one-all draw. We went out to see um, Brian Kilcly make his debut for Newcastle. Killer. Remember, killer. Yeah. My little uh, I played a lot of Subutio when I was a kid and my Newcastle Subutio man, I glued yellow wool to his hair, in his face. He wouldn't stand up. He looked great, but he wouldn't stand up. He was top-heavy. Like, you just stood him up when he just fell over. Uh, but he looked good, Marshall, in the back of my Subutio Newcastle. Uh, but, yeah, we got a one-all draw. Uh, David Kelly and Lee Clark combined for our goal. Anyway, old men talking about the past. AFCON and Asia kicked off this weekend as well. Um, Nigeria, my pick, one-all draw with Equatorial Guinea. Uh, which wasn't great, but it's good enough in it, especially with three teams going through. Uh, but Aussie Men did get his goal. Uh Ossie Men kicked off there. Um, do you notice Egypt scored a ninety seventh minute penalty. VAR... Yeah. fucking me and Bob were just sitting on the sofa shaking our heads again. Even, he said, even though it's an alien tournament on another continent thousands of miles away, Liverpool are still getting a 97th minute VAR penalty, which Mo Salah, because that was a massive shock. Mozambique were about to cause the upset of upsets at 2-1. And Egypt nicked a point there. Um, And then over in Asia, uh, Japan were 2-1 down against Vietnam at one point, came back to win 4-2. Minamino, ex of Liverpool, got a couple... Um, But there were two things caught my eye in in Asia, Barry. Um, China, nil. Tajikistan, nil. And Australia, too. India, nil. Now, there's 1.41 billion people, Barry, in China. There's 1.42 billion people in India. So it's pretty close that, you know. um, India only hit the front in April 2023 in the old population stakes. India only just nipped to the front. But that's 2.83 billion people, Baz in those two countries, not one of them can get across the near post and stick one in the bottom corner. <laughs> 2.83 billion people, no one can get up from a set piece and plant a header back across the keeper for 1-0. Come on. Um, nine and a half people in Tajikistan, that finished nil-nil. My computer and phone now think I want to go to Tajikistan on holiday as well because I Googled some stuff. So even now I just open this to, and it's got flights from Newcastle to Tajikistan Like 1,400 quid, seven stops Like I don't want to go to Tajikistan I was just Googling the football scores um, Yes, Callum, I am very salty To any time uh, Liverpool do anything That's barely related So yeah, um, that was all right If you've got any comments on any of those things, buddy. I mean, you can hit me what? up with your first bit of quiz if you want
1: I'm going to hit you up with the first five questions of your quiz You like this one, Malcolm And it's a bit of a specialist subject for you Because you like your cheese, don't you, Mal? Oh, it's a cheese based so, I've got a cheese based quiz. So I'm going to read out ten different um, names, and you've got to tell me if it's a cheese or a motorway of services. I'll
0: just, will
1: you? Right? Yeah. I'm a busy day, Baz. Have you? We'll give you your first five. Okay. We'll start off with five. Um, there's a bonus point if you can tell me which motorway the services is on as well. If it's a services. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, we'll start off number one, Malcolm. Play along at home if you want. This is this will be fun. Um, Broxton. Broxton's motorway services, isn't it? Broxton is motorway services. Um, would that be... Um, would you know which motorway? It's probably Dar- Derbyshire A1. Nah, not getting that. It's on the M90, Malcolm. Trowell. M- um,
0: Trowell is services. That is Derbyshire. That's M1.
1: Yeah, that's near me, Trowell. Well done, that's it two is, from yeah. two. Um, that is on the M1. In fact, you get the bonus point as well for for naming the M1 there. Um, Tunworth. Tunworth's got a bit of cheese on it, some sort of West Country cheddar. It's a soft cheese originating from the Duke of Wellington's estate, Malcolm. So good, three from three. Um oh, Stitchleton. 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 Sounds too small to be a services. I'm going to go cheese. Yeah, it's an English blue cheese, Morgan. Well done. Um, old Inns.
0: Right, now that's dressed up. That's the old double bluff there, in Baz. You've you hit me the switcher in there. That's dressed up to sound like a cheese, so it can't be a cheese. Can only be a services. and it to be somewhere in Scotland. It'll be like just north of Dundee or
1: somewhere. Um, you'll have to Google that. So the services on the M eighty. Well done. Five out of five in the first yeah. half of Cheese or Motorway Services. Um, Callum Schultz is asking if this was on Sky. Um, I'm not sure. I just found it on Twitter somewhere, I seen it and I thought Malcolm, I like that. Um kind of so might have
0: meant the African Cup of Nations rather than Cheese or Motorway <laughs> Services was on Sky. But if you if you want to think he was asking about your quiz, Barry, uh then he very well might be. Right, we've got some Cup replays to come up. Uh this week, so we're going to handicap those in a second. I'll tell you first about Cut, a peer-to-peer social betting platform, which is US-based and legal in 40 states. Uh, social betting, a new better way to bet, bet against your friends or other like-minded people. Um, Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based. Head to KUTT.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And finally, uh, underdog Fantasy, a great way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and football. Simply pick High Roller on your favourite player stats and cash in. Watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog, double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Okay, Liam's in the chat. Liam Madison here. How you doing? Um, FA Cup replays Tuesday night and Wednesday night. One, two, three, four. There are eight games in total. I've picked four. Barry's picked four. I don't know what you've picked, Barry, so we very much might have the same ones. But I will lead us off with Wednesday at 7.45. Tuesday, sorry. It's 7.45, and it is going to be Eastleigh against Newport County. Um, and the Brookies have got this down as a match. Both teams are 6-4, to four, uh, plus 150, and the draw is 11-4, plus 275. Um, the first bit of spice in this one is that um, the winners are returning to Manchester United, so both Eastleigh and Newport County will be desperate to get a win for a, a big pump, a payday for the clubs, uh, but also uh, a chance to match against some uh, a mid-table Premier League teams. Always always nice for these uh, smaller teams. Eastley are um, 11th in the National League. They're not in great form, though. They've got no winning three. There has been loads of goals around. They got beat 1-0 at the South End yesterday, but there's been tons of goals um, apart from that one. And the league is wide open with a lot of goals in it. In their last six games, there's been a 4-4, a 4-1, a 5-3 and a 3-2. Um, so five eight eight five in, in four of the last six. Newport 17th in League Two, but actually going a little bit better than unbeaten in four now. They had a good one nil win at Doncaster yesterday. Um, not as many goals in their games, but both teams to score and over two and a half are very short anyway. I think the books have looked at this easily form line and they've tightened them up. My handicap really is based on. It's based partly on an eye test because I saw this Newport Eastleigh game first time round, finished 1 1. Newport were very much the better team, Barry. Uh, they were 1 0 up for a long time, albeit against 10 men. Eastleigh had a man sent off, and they really should have put it to bed. Eastleigh got an awful penalty decision, terrible penalty decision uh, to equalise. The second part of the handicap, and we've done this in the FA Cup and the League Cup all year, is that I do like taking the teams from the higher division at a good price. Um, and this is a League Two team against a National League team at 6-4, to four plus 150. Um, James Mafia is with me on this as well. He's putting up Newport. Newport on the money line, but it's dead straightforward. 6-4, to four plus 150. Uh, Callum is going with. He's the first to score. Both teams to score. And the winner decided on penalties. So, a nice, uh, a nice short price one there, Callum. But, yeah, I'll take Newport pass.
1: Yeah, we're on the same wavelength. I have picked the same game here. Um, First things first, two televised games from these replays and then neglected to pick this game. Why? Honestly, I mean, we said this about the last round. You know, the the original picks was just stupid. They've got Bristol City versus West Ham. And I think it's Blackpool v Forest. Why wouldn't you pick the two lower league sides, a non-league side against a lower league side, who are fighting it out for a massive game against Man United? Um it's ridiculous that this game didn't get picked for a Telly. And I'd I'd seen that the no, they'd put the fixtures out that were on telly and said something like um each team will receive a forty thousand pound broadcast fee. And I thought does do the do, do West Ham and Forest need a forty thousand broadcast fee? But do Eastley Newport benefit from that more? Just get them on the telly. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um very much the same as you. Eastleigh were down to ten men, but even before that, Newport were quite dominant. Um and I just think, as you say, Newport are in good form. They're in a higher division anyway. They're in good form at the moment. Eastleigh have got no win in four. They've conceded nine in the last three games. Um, And as I say, even before that red card in the first game, Newport had already had seven shots on goal. At Eastleigh's nil at that point. So they were all over them earlier on. And I agree with you. It's just a good price for Newport to go and get the job done. I'll also take Newport to be this late, six to four. A team ride on Newport County. Uh, Baz, what have you got next? Um, I'll go to Wolves v Brentford, um, which is Tuesday night, I think. Um, it's an early game on Tuesday, yeah. 7.30, kick-off, 2.30 Eastern time. Yeah, so neither team's played since the 1-1 draw last week. Um, remember, Wolves played the vast majority of that game with 10 men. Haven't had a man sent off in the ninth minute. Did well to come back from a goal down in that one. I'd have them down as favourites, here. They're at home now. And prior to that 1-1 draw, Brentford had lost five in a row. They'd lost seven of the last eight. And they were conceding goals for fun. Um, They haven't had a clean sheet in their last 10 games. Six of the last seven games for them have have seen both to score as well. So plenty of leans towards goals in Brentford games lately. Wolves, on the other hand, were on a three-game winning streak. They'd only... Lost one of the last seven. And over two and a half goals has hit five in a row for Wolves. So there's plenty of leans towards goals. I think both teams to score is not a bad price at four to five. uh, And a similar price for over two and a half goals. But I do fancy Wolves here. Neto's back from injury. Uh, He was key for them earlier in the season. He came on in the second half um, in this fixture last week. And suddenly there was just a bit of a spark about Wolves, despite being 10 men. Um, they scored not long after he came on. I think wolves are a good price at 10 to 11, and I also think wolves to score two or more at the same price. Wolves team total over one and a half. I think that's probably where I'm going to go. I'm going to go with wolves to score two or more at around 10 to 11. So, wolves to score two or more against Brentford from the email
0: Yeah, there's uh, people in the chat agreeing with you as well, but I didn't handicap this game, but if I looked at it, it would be a 30 second just an instinct handicap on wolves. What I know about wolves what I know about Brentford and it nearly even money. I'd be absolutely happy with that. Thomas Frank Barry is coming on my radar is being a bit of a tit lately. Um, if he doesn't watch himself, he's going to end up on the list. He's, he just seems a bit twisty and he seems a bit twisty when they get beat. He's one of those um, who's all laughs and shits and giggles when they win and twisty when they get beat. And that makes my teeth itch, Baz. I'm not having to that. Like, that's a bit, a bit Jürgen Klopp, do you know what I mean? you got to have it both ways. Either bigger sound bloke or bigger knob, but whatever, whichever one it is, be consistent with it. Yeah, and he's being a bit of an R, so yeah, keep your eye on that. Um, Logan's mentioning Ivan Tony. Is Tony back this? Can he play this week? I know. No.
1: See, I looked into this because I looked at the betting, and he's down there in the score as Mark is is, is is playing. So I thought, is he back for this week? When I've read about it, his ban ends on the 17th of January, which is the same day as the game. But everything I've read since suggests he's not back until the Forest game. Um, certainly TalkSport said the earliest the Bees can get their star forward back is the clash against Forest on this Saturday. the 16th, Barry, so if he's 17th? Well, it might have been the 16th, whatever. It, it seems yeah. to suggest he's right on the cut-off. Um, but I've seen a couple of articles that say the earliest he can play is Saturday. So the fact he's in the betting might be a bit of a red herring. But I don't think he can play. Um, certainly that's what I've read in, in the reports when I was looking at it. Um, yeah, they'll be desperate to get him back though, but I think that will be the forest game at the weekend.
0: Barry, have you got the NFL on your TV right now? I haven't, no, because it's currently the Dallas Cowboys zero, Green Bay Packers 20, uh, approaching the two minute warning in the first half. At like the what the Packers were plus 280 to win this on the money line, seven point underdogs, uh, 20 to nothing lead, unbelievable stuff. Like um, Romeo
1: Dubes has 100 receiving yards, Malcolm. What is that all about? Oh yeah, and don't
0: know Baz. And um, my next pick is uh, Bristol City against West Ham United, which is Tuesday night seven forty-five. Bristol City are eleven to four, plus two seventy-five. The draw is thirteen to five, plus two sixty. West Ham are eleven to thirteen, minus one one seven. Uh, the first tie yeah, was a good game, really good game. Finished one-one. Um. Bristol City got an equaliser. They had 9,000 fans there. And um, they then went to Blackburn this weekend, by the way, and took about a minibus full, which annoyed us. Like, again, I like Thomas Swank. Either go or don't go. Like, you might get a couple of extra tourists, but the 9,000, the drop-off that we had yesterday uh, at Blackburn was absolutely bollocks. So I'm not buying Bristol. I only knew one Bristol City fan ever in my life. He was a enough. Um, they're 14th in where um, yeah, the championship. Had a nice one over Christmas, but they have lost the last two. And that 2-0 defeat yesterday at Preston was a poor result. I watched Preston play Sunderland um, a couple of weeks ago, and they are not to much at all. Like um, Bristol City have won 6 of 13 at home, so I don't really want anything to do with them. I'm not feeling a shock here. I'll not be tipping them up. West Ham still sitting in 6th, unbelievably. Um, they will make changes, I'm guessing, but they've had a little rest. No game this weekend. But the record in Europe quite recently, quite a lot of sort of games when they've gone away to these weird places, it was in Serbia or Cyprus or somewhere. Um, and they've done really well. They, they, they've been able to churn out these results. Um, they know there's a fourth round winnable tie at home. I think they play Forest or Blackpool at home. So you've got a winnable fourth round tie at home up for grabs. Two of their last three away games, Barry, they've won at Arsenal, they've won at Tottenham. They did get humped 5-0 at Fulham, which was just a weird one. But the form line's great. Um, and a final line, just like Newport County, I'm getting a team from a higher division at a relatively decent price, 11-13, minus one i I'm going to keep it simple again, Baz, and take West Ham.
1: Yeah, I didn't take that game. So I will jump forward um, to the Bolton v Luton game. I'm just going to stick you on mute because I keep getting feedback from you. Um, I'll try and remember to take you off when I'm done. Nil um, nil first time round. Well, I did think Luton were the better of the two sides. They had 18 attempts on goal, six on target, XG of 1.4. My initial thoughts was for Luton to get the job done on this occasion. But they don't win many away um, away from home. they just won two all season and they've lost seven of their 11 um, games away from home. And Bolton, Bolton are in good form in League One. They're unbeaten in six. They've won four in a row in the league. And looking really, really strong, looking good for coming back up. One thing that did stand out for me from the first leg was Luton corners. You know what happens when we get on the corners, Malcolm. We're going to get the ladder out. So in the first tie, Luton had eleven corners. So I decided to have a little look at their form and see how they are generally for corners, because you never know. It might be an opportunity to get the ladder out. So. We had a successful ladder at the weekend. New Year's resolution is more ladders, so we've got to try and find that opportunity. Luton average around five corners per game over the season, but in recent times, it's been quite a bit higher. In their last five games, they've had 36 corners. They had, so they're averaging about seven a game at the moment. 11 v Bolton, 8 v Burnley, 7 v Chelsea, 6 v Newcastle. So plenty form for corners at the moment. Pick for me, Malcolm, is Luton corners. The pick is over five and a half Luton corners. At eleven to ten, they've hit it in the last three games and in four of the last five games. So they're doing good recently in terms of this. Um, And then you ladder it. So over six and a half corners, Luton two to one. Over seven and a half, seven to two. Over eight and a half, eleven to two. Over nine and a half is nine to one. And they did get eleven against Luton last time. So we'll cap it at eleven fourteen to one for Luton to get 11 corners in the game. But we start at that five and a half. 11 to 10 is the main pick, over five and a half corners. And then we'll hopefully climb a little bit up that ladder from there. So, yeah, that's the pick for me. Bolton, Luton, get on the corners ladder. Luton corners in particular. Let's get climbing. Look that, guys. I was
0: going to have a look at this game, and I thought I'll have a look at what team Luton put out in the first tie. Well, then I thought I wouldn't have a fucking clue if it was a weekend team or not because I could only name it with three Luton players. So they might have changed their entire starting eleven, and I would have uh, no idea. So I giggled at myself making that observation, and then got on with the rest of my life. Too this next game, which is uh, this is on Wednesday, I reckon. Yeah, Wednesday, seven forty-five, and it is Everton against Crystal Palace. Um, I'm going to keep this short because no one. Should want to watch this. The stadium should be empty, I would suggest. If you just do something else, the first game was a dog shit nil nil, absolutely awful. The only point of interest was that ridiculous red card, which has since been rescinded. Everton drew nil nil again today, uh, in a monkey game with the villa. Crystal Palace never win. Um, so I don't want to take either side. It quite possibly could be nil nil again. Somebody might nick it one nil. Um, But the under two and a half is quite short, Barry, three to four, minus 133. Um, But a bit bigger is that both teams to score, no, is nine to ten. Because like I say, it's either going to be nil, nil or one nil. Like no one, neither of these teams even want to win. Um, Absolute bollocks. So, yeah, just very recent evidence for neither team being any good or interested in this. So both teams to score, no, is nine to ten,
1: minus one, one, one. Yeah, it's not a bad way, and I looked at the game and I looked straight to the unders and thought that's too short, I'm not having any of that, so I left it alone, but that's not a bad way into it, I don't mind that at all. Um, next up for me is Blackpool v Forest on the Wednesday night as well. Um, Forest had a proper scare in this one, going down 2-0 early in the first game. Even at 2-0 down, they, they had been the dominant team and in the second half they, they always looked most likely to go on and win it in the end, finish 2-2. But it did create plenty of chances, 17 chances, an XG of just under 2 in that game. But it's their overall form recently that will give them confidence coming into this. They, they have been better since Nuno arrived. They're unbeaten under Nuno. They've scored seven goals in the three games since he came. And they've scored at least two goals in each of their last four games. So that's where I've gone here. Um, I've gone for Forrest to score two or more. I think Forrest should win it. I think Forrest are an alright price, 17-20. Um, but at a similar price, I'm going for the team total again. As I say, Forrest have been scoring more goals. They've scored two in each of the last four games. Forrest to score two or more against Blackpool, four to five.
0: I mean, it's the exact same game as Bristol City-West Ham, isn't it? Same game, same handicap. Um, I just double them up, five to two, double West Ham. Forrest on the money line. Um, that angle in, probably with both, um, it might be a, a good angle in for West Ham as well. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't put you off that even a little bit. I've got one more game uh, to tell you about. After Hall of Fame bets, um, win bigger by betting smart at this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, sports betting analytics platform for parlours, player props and game lines, research NFL, NBA and soccer bets with historical stats and data. What you need to do is you stick, yeah. Uh, oh, I was a pick six. Dak's been picked off. Uh, Hall of Fame bets will be loving a bit of that, 27 nothing Green Bay uh, stick all of that in the Parley Optimizer tool and they'll sort it out for you hit rates buy, uh leg expected probabilities all that sort of thing And uh, so stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hrfbets.com use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today start researching start winning with Hall of Fame bets very much enjoying the Cowgirls fans sitting in the crowd crying. Uh, do you want to go next, Buzz?
1: Hey, I'm done, Malcolm. Are you done? I, okay, I am done. You can fire away. Uh,
0: I've got Bristol Rovers against Norwich, Barry, under control. Uh, quarter to eight on Wednesday. Um, the gas are 17 to 10 plus 170. That's Bristol Rovers. Uh, 11 to four, the draw plus 275. Norwich City are eleven to eight plus one thirty-seven. First game finished one-one. Uh, Bristol uh, Bristol Rovers came back to equalise that one. It, uh, it looks wide open, really. Um, Bristol Rovers, both teams are um, bang in the middle of the league. I think they're both in eleventh place. Bristol Rovers are in eleventh. They've only uh, they've lost the last two and only won five of eleven at home. I would want a bigger price to back Bristol Rovers. I think they're in the game, alive. but I'd want bigger than the plus 170. I'd want a bit of 5-2 or something about Bristol Rovers, so I'm not on them. Norwich's form is all over the shop. They're incredibly mid-table. Um, they won and went over the two and a half goals on Friday night against um, Hull City. Um, Hull scored very late, though, in that, to get to cast the over two and a half. And before that, they had a 1-1 V Southampton a 1-0 defeat at Millwall and a 1-0 defeat at West Brom. Um, the Brooks have got both teams to score and the over is very short, and I don't know why, because all that recent form, like I say, apart from the, you take that injury time going out for Hull, and that's four in a row of um, of under two and a half for Norwich City. So I think it's lopsided. It's under two and a half, he 23 to 17, plus 135, Baz, um, that's a big that's a big price because, like I say, Bristol Overs aren't great. They're not very good at home. And the Norwich have had more uh, go under than go over recently, so I just thought the prices were off. So I'll take the plus one thirty-five on the
1: under two and a half here, Baz. Nice. I think that's us done for FA Cup uh, third round replays, isn't it? It is.
0: You know, you I can tell by your face you're dying to do more cheese and motorway quiz, aren't you?
1: Well, we've got five more for you. You ready to just fire in? Let's go. See if you can go through the card here. Next up for you, Malcolm, is Boland. Is it a cheese or a motorway services? Boland's a motorway services. Uh, Um, Cheese from Lancashire. So uh, that's a bad start to the second half, isn't it? Um, Next up, Malcolm. Because
0: he's going to finish Grimsby Town five. Not County five here. I'm going to blob a
1: five nil lead on the cheese front potentially. Next up is Chevington. Oh, that's a services. It's a semi soft and mold ripened cheese, Malcolm. So, have that's... you noticed
0: my tactic is just to say it very confidently? <laughs> Even I don't sometimes right, sometimes wrong, always confident, buzz.
1: Five two. Uh, next Shit. up, then number eight, Pont Abraham.
0: Oh, that's like that last The switcheroo one, isn't
1: it? God, bridge That's good It's a Welsh services, Baz It is a services It's on the M4, Malcolm Yeah, in yeah. the Wales uh, Number point. nine Gordano bit of cheese It's a services, Malcolm It's on the M5 <laughs> And uh, finally, Derby well, it's not, a, I've never heard of a derby cheese, I've never heard of Derby services. Um, it's got to be a cheese, Baz It is a cheese, it's a mellow cow's milk cheese from Derbyshire, you might have guessed. Um, not oh, bad, Malcolm, seven out of ten. Uh, I put seven Helen through earlier on. Helen only got four. Um, so yeah, um, if you played along at home, let us know your scores. Um, yeah, well done, cheese or motorway One services, team. seven out of ten. Not a bad effort, well done.
0: Is tonight, uh, is it bin night tonight or is that on a Thursday? Wednesday night, bin night, isn't it? Wednesday night, is
1: it?
0: Yeah, uh, David Arantz coat was very he wanted to know that over or under on uh six and a half bin bags and Doris has bin. Um, <laughs> he was asking me this week, so was there any information on that?
1: What per week? Yeah, what, what are we? No, she's she's only after ever got one bag in. filled it up. You no, know, she she has one bag in, and I had one extra bag. I've only ever added one extra um i'm not brave enough to go double bubble like um there was a few interesting questions i think it was the backers family who said um do i really need to wear a hat and a scarf going out in disguise is there anyone else with my figure in the in the street who uh who could um you know be mistaken for me it's a valid point i do suspect there's probably some ring doorbells around here and there's probably people just watching me on a regular basis Creeping down the road with my bin bags. But uh, anyway, it's all part of the game.
0: I'd like to see some footage of that, Baz. Um, thank you very much, Barry. That was good. Fun. Um Hopefully, we'll pick some winners. I forgot to caveat at the top of the handicap in that last weekend, I went 0 for 5 in my FA Cup picks. So if you have just listened to this, under no circumstances, put any money on any of them, uh, unless you're a complete idiot. Um Because my recent form, uh, just doing the opposite, in fact. Uh, so we'll see. So, I'll, yeah, I'll caveat that. Um, everyone who joined us in the chat, thank you very much. Loads of people around, from Lenny all the way at the top, and uh, James and Callum and Aaron, and Luke being and gone, um, and who else? Uh, Liam came in as well. Uh, Logan. So, yeah, cheers. Um, James is still here. James, thanks again for yesterday. Uh, we had a right good laugh. James said he'd put us up in Toronto bars anytime he want. Um six months or so he said no problem. If we want to go across for half a year, we can stay on his sofa. So that's something to look forward to. Um anything you want to tell the people, Bass, before we go and watch the uh cowgirls get battered for the last uh hour? Uh
1: follow the new TikTok. Come on the live oh, on yeah. YouTube on Saturday morning, eleven thirty. I'm gonna be on YouTube again putting the AFL picks out and stuff. Um I want seven people who listen on Spotify to press the five star review. We're stuck on ninety three. Oh, We've right. been there for a long, long time. So, yes, press the five star on, uh, on the Spotify if you listen on there. And get us to 100. That would be really nice. Uh, make sure you're following the YouTube. And oh, one last thing, because we've had a few complaints, Malcolm, about YouTube. Yeah. About what? Um, YouTube? Oh, YouTube, yeah, uh, I know
0: what you're going to say.
1: Yeah, crackle. A lot of people have been saying, why have the chapters gone? That's not my fault. It's YouTube's fault. So I still put the chapters in. So if you look at the description... There are still the hyperlinks and you can click on the game and it'll take you to that point in the video. What it won't do at the moment is show up along the bar at the bottom, which it used to. But YouTube have changed the rules and we'll only do that now if you've got a thousand followers. So there's two things. You can either go in the description and click on the links there because we're putting them there every, every time. Or you get all your mates to subscribe and get us to a thousand and then it'll be so much easier because it'll be along the bottom. We'll get everyone to subscribe. But that's why the chat was on there, to change in YouTube rather than us. We have been putting them in there. You just have to click into the description at the moment to get to them. So if you
0: set up 300 burner accounts and follow up, then you'll get the old chapters there is what Baz
1: is saying. Um, Callum's asking if you're live anytime this week, Baz. Um, I've got a busy week. I'm up in Newcastle for a funeral this week. So there'll be nothing midweek. Um, There's not a lot to get excited about midweek anyway, but definitely Saturday morning I'll, I'll continue for now on the old YouTube until we can get TikTok back up to speed. But yeah, we'll we'll be around.
0: I mean, I could set a TikTok up, bars, and you could just have it. That's another
1: option. You'd get you get The, the problem is too. I've got a TikTok, Malcolm. You can't go live until you've got a thousand followers on uh, TikTok. Yeah. So we've got to rebuild it now. That's the problem, is trying to rebuild to get to a thousand to be able to go live again. That's that's the chitter of it all.
0: Well, it all sounds like a right Swiss, to me. Right. Thank you very much, Barry. Thank you, everybody else. Um, good luck with your FA Cup picks. We'll be back on, let's have a look, uh, Thursday night. Um, no, Wednesday night for the second half of this Premier League weekend. Uh, I am off to Tajikistan um, and we will see you down the road. Cheers.